Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The extra point. The extra point. The extra point. The extra point. With Tyler Head and Gamecock Central on your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. Even better than I was the last time, baby. We back. All right, and welcome in to the Garnet Trust Hour here on 107.5 The Game. Tyler Head, Wes Mitchell, and Chris Clark along with you going until 11 o'clock. And we want to welcome in our special guest today, from the Gamecocks track and field team, Rachel Glenn. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. We are excited that you're here. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be on the show. So uh, plenty to talk about with Rachel from the track and field world as well as some NIL stuff because she has a very, very unique NIL deal that uh, not a whole lot of people can say that they have, but we'll certainly dive into that uh, more and more as the hour goes on. Wes and Chris, who you just heard, uh, get some superlatives from Kindle in the last hour that Wes uh, Wes wasn't too wasn't too pleased about one of those it seemed like no it's okay though I'm I'm used to that from Kindle but um we're we're excited here for the Garnet Trust hour again uh, check out garnettrust.com you can learn how you can support student athletes like Rachel Glenn here Rachel again we appreciate you doing this first uh, first time on live radio right yes yes how how, how are we feeling about it um kind of nervous not gonna lie i came in here super confident but now y'all make me a little nervous <laughs> <laughs> no nah, you're good you're good you'll be all right and uh so we're, we're gonna talk like tyler said about all types of things uh we've had a couple of your classmates on already and uh so you are i believe chris this would be our third no fourth student athlete so mm-hmm. welcome right. in uh we hope that the garnet trust hour will be an opportunity for you and many of your classmates to tell a little bit about your story. So let's, um, let's maybe start from the beginning. 
How'd you get into track? Um, funny thing is, they were handing out flyers outside of Walmart. And my mom always, she just she just be picking up flyers. So <laughs> she was like, hmm, I'll sign up my kids for this. So that's how that happened. Um, that was around eight or nine. Okay. Um, I've been doing this for a long time. Pretty long, yeah. <laughs> did, uh, did you have any, when mom was like, Hey, you're about it. You're doing this. Did you? Was there any interest before this in running or jumping or or any of these things? Or or your mom was just like, you you just gonna try this. And we're gonna see how it goes. I did all sports, so I was just down for whatever. Really, I did softball, volleyball, um, soccer, any sport you name it. I was I was in swim. So this was just another addition. This was um, actually probably obviously my favorite of all the sports. So this is what I chose. <laughs> what was this in California? Yeah. Or, okay. What uh? What was the first love sport like? Was there one off the bat that you just liked more? Was it track and field or when you it were like even volleyball. younger? Okay. Yeah, I like to spike the ball a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, you can't. There's nothing to hit in track. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was actually volleyball. Were Were you good? At volleyball? I was. Yeah, mm-hmm, but I was better at track. So I was like, yeah. this gonna this gonna take me further than volleyball. It, is track your I mean, obviously, you're very good at track. We'll get into some of your accomplishments. But is that, you think that is your best sport? Like, is that why you stuck with it? Because you're the best at it and enjoyed it? Yeah. Yeah, that is why I stuck with it. Okay. What's third? Maybe softball. Okay. Soccer is last. I don't like soccer. Oh, no uh, soccer. Too, okay. You get I like kicked soccer. in the shins too much. Yeah. The shin guards don't even help. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, they do not at times. I'm... I'm I'm a fan of the fact that you don't like soccer because Chris, Chris and I, he he <laughs> likes soccer. I'm any sport that I can't use my hands. I'm like, all right, I I don't really get this. But uh, so well, use right. your hands in track. Well, not in Rachel's sports or in her events. Yeah, true. But all right, so <laughs> so Rachel, you start out, you get out there for the first time. Are you like smoking people? <laughs> off the bat and everybody's like who is this girl rachel what is this what is this all about um was it like instant that you were good at it or did it take a little bit of time i mean not to toot my own horn but you can go this is what we're here for i was i was a dog got the womb really <laughs> and that all natural yeah i was beating the boys the coach always put me in the boys group and i would beat them okay so then um at, at what point and maybe this was pretty early at what point did you realize like all right i'm not just a good for you know a kid or a high schooler, like I might be able to, I might be able to make something out of this. Uh, was that fairly early? Was there a coach that was like, "Hey, you got a chance," or did you just sort of innately know? <laughs> um, yeah, it was kind of a no. I was always the best on on my team, no matter what team it was. Um, and I'm very athletic as well, so that was just I just already knew that. <laughs> so um, you end up all the way out here on this coast <laughs> from California. Right. Um, How'd the recruiting process go for you? It you- was actually really overwhelming. Like, mm-hmm. all the schools, they was just like in a dog fight trying to rip me apart. <laughs> and, I had, and I was so stressed out. I didn't know where I wanted to go. Because um, I'm the first one to go to D1 in my family. So, mm-hmm. Or like a big school in my family. So it was really first experience for me. Um, so that's how that went. But I went on my recruiting visit. This was actually my first visit, and it it was so crazy. The people that were on my visit, they made it lit. So this was anything after this, I was like, they're going to have to go crazy to top this. <laughs> what were the other ones? Where else um, did you go? Who else was recruiting you? I went to, I took a, two unofficial, so ASU and USC. I took unofficial. And then my official visits were South Carolina, 
um, UCLA, um, Miami, Oregon, University of Texas. Wow. Yeah, those are my top. Yeah. Some big programs. <laughs> so what was it about this visit that, I mean, you mentioned the people, but mm-hmm. like what else appealed? Because I mean, South Carolina, a lot different <laughs> vibe like than LA definitely, or definitely. even Arizona State, yeah. you know, places like that. Mm-hmm. What was different? What stood out? Um, the buildings and how it looked a lot like nature and this y'all live in the country for real (laughs) but i guess i guess i like that because um i was like oh this is so cute and the campus i love the campus i fell in love in love with it when i stepped on campus i was like okay okay i think i want to come here and you didn't mind the obviously didn't mind the distance at all like i've been pretty independent like all my life so i'm like a i get things done by myself so i think i was able to handle it yeah when I you traveled alone too, so so your first events to go back a little bit, like right now you do the high jump, mm-hmm. you do the four by four, and you do the four hundred hurdles. But what did you start with? Were you just smoking guys in the mm-hmm. in the one hundred or like what? How did you start? I was always a distance runner, so okay. I did. Oh my gosh, I did the fifteen hundred. That's mm-hmm. like if you don't know, that's like three laps, three and a half laps. Three too many for me. Almost a, almost a mile. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The first time I did it, I was crying during my race. <laughs> I literally looked at my coach and I was like, I want to do this. And he was just like, go. Did you still win? I did. I was in front <laughs> the whole time. You won <laughs> while you were crying. That's, that's probably a good sign for the future if you could win a race right. while you were crying and didn't want to do it. <laughs> so so it, was just, it was hurting just the distance, yes, I guess. You were... it hurt so bad. Like, I didn't know how to control the lactic, so... You know how usually people find lactic at the end of the race. I felt lactic all three laps. Right like, away. I was like, uh-uh. So that's, uh, and for those listening, that's like the lactic acid buildup yeah. where your, your legs are just like that burning sensation, right, right. basically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how, uh, so so do you get that at all when you're doing the races you do now? Or is that more just oh, yeah, uh, long distance? Do that. Um, get that. I do 400 hurdles, and I do the 4 by 4 so that's one lap. And then hurdles, obviously, have hurdles around the track. Um, and I say, like, the last 50 meters, 100 meters, especially when you have to jump over the hurdle, mm-hmm. it's so hard. And you got to lift your knees up. Imagine trying to lift your knees up, and you're already tired. Yeah, you definitely get lactic. But that's, that's who, who the dog is who could push through the lactic. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Did uh, we talked about this out there mm-hmm. when you had to jump the hurdles for the first time? Mm-hmm. Were you like, "Oh, I got this," or were you like, "Wait, I gotta jump those"? Like, <laughs> no. were you were okay. you comfortable? How, I was how did not that- comfortable? <laughs> okay, I did my first um, hurdle race in high school, and but I've been like practicing since like freshman year of high school. But I didn't start competing until junior year. But the the question was, we was at a all comers meet, so that's like a practice meet. Um, and he was like, I told him, I told my coach, I'm not doing the hurdles. Like, I was refusing to do the hurdles. I was like, I'm not doing it. And then he was like, okay, you don't have to do it, but you can hop in that mile. I was like, bro, you're kidding. 
So I was like, all right, I'll do it. I'll do 300 hurdles instead of the mile because nobody's trying to do a mile. But that's how that happened. And I, I split a crazy time. Like, I don't even remember, but I went super fast and everybody was impressed. I was like, I was just scared. He going to put me in a mile. <laughs> I had to run. Have you done the mile before? Or that's just, no. <laughs> you, you didn't want, because that just, I guess, is sounds awful to yes. you to have to run that. I've never done the mile and I never want to do the mile. I mean, we've done... Last time I did a mile was probably in middle school when we had um, a mile test. That, that was the last time. What'd you run? I don't even know. <laughs> so slow. What's your best mile time, Wes? I have no idea. <laughs> I I'm, think the, I'm I pushing guess. 37 years old. So, um, but all right. So, what what do y'all do to train for? Like, are you running basically just running the exact distance you would run for the event, or you know, like? Football players, baseball players, they do conditioning yeah. and they're running just to keep themselves in shape. Right. When you're trained, like when you go to practice, mm-hmm. um, what does a regular old practice look like for you? So we'll do something in set. So, yeah, we could. We could do the, um, say, say I do 400 hurdles. We could do for a whole lap. But mainly we'll do like sets of something or repeats mm-hmm. of something. So say we'll have 200 repeats we'll do it four times so you do 200 and then wait like a minute and then do another 200 um sometimes we'll do longer distance when you do 300 repeats um it all depends on the day sometimes we'll do hurdle work speed work um it depends on the day really okay and how how, um how how many days a week do y'all have every every single day only sundays are our days days off what do you do on sundays i sleep (laughs) (laughs) Or I really be trying to make money. Anything, any like self help books, I'm always trying to learn something, how to up myself. Yeah. So whether that's chilling in bed, looking up something, I'm just I'm just trying to make moves all the time. Do you have any advice for us here today? What's the what have you learned? <laughs> we need help. Do you have uh, Do you have any advice from your self help books that you have learned most recently? And if you want to think about that, I think we can hit a break here. Yeah, we can hit a break, and you can think about that during the commercial and come back on the other side to uh, get your answer on that. You're listening to the Garnet Trust Hour on 107.5 The Game. Special guest today is track and field athlete for the Gamecocks, Rachel Glenn. I'm Tyler with Wes and Chris right here on 107.5 The Game. The Extra Point with Tyler Head and Gamecock Central on your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. Back in for the Garnet Trust Hour here on 107.5 The Game, Tyler Head, Wes Mitchell, and Chris Clark, along with you with our special guest today from the Gamecocks track and field team, Rachel Glenn. We tease this on the other side of the break. On Sundays, you get your rest, you read your self-help books, trying to find any avenue to make a little bit of extra money. Uh, you thought about it through the commercial break. What advice do you have for us? Um, I was going to say that as you grow, you're definitely going to, grow not by yourself but a lot of people are going to be left behind and that's not always a bad thing because i mean hey why why would you want dead weight trying to go to the top you know so it's not for everybody and you have to you have to know that that is okay it's not always a bad thing we we are getting deep already (laughs) that was really good on the garner trust hour that is great advice rachel um what was it like winning a national championship not gonna lie it was like a i don't even know it was kind of like a, dang, I jumped over 6'4". Like, I didn't think that was going to happen. So it was like a, oh, snap, I made it. Like <laughs> It's like an out-of-body experience yeah, almost. Yeah, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And I should have been, like, more excited. Like, everybody else was, was so excited. And I was, it, they was thinking that they uh, jumped 6'4". 
<laughs> like they were more excited than me. <laughs> and I don't know why I was like that, but it was just I, yeah, probably an out of out of body experience. So was that uh, was that the highest you had jumped before? Yeah, that was my PR. Yeah. Rising to the occasion. Yeah, so you brought, <laughs> right. literally you brought it. Yeah. And I jumped the first attempt. I was, I was so shocked. I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" <laughs> well, did so going into that. I mean, I know you're confident as an athlete, but like legitimately <laughs> going into the you know that meet and that event, were you like, "I'm going to win"? Or was it like, because you said you were kind of shocked by your actual mm-hmm. result, like yeah. how high you jumped. But did, were you just, did you kind of go into it, let's see what happens, or I've got a good shot to win, or like I'm going to win? Um, I was like, it was really a let's see what happens. I wasn't yeah. really, I had no expectations of myself. Um, I went in like I'd go in a home meet. That's how my mindset was. I was just like, let's just go, go see what happens. If you make it high, you make it high. If you don't, you don't. Like it was really um no pressure was on me really in my head because it's my first time freshman year. So I made it all the way here already. This is already an accomplishment. So whatever happens, happens. So then I won and I was like, Hey, this is just icing on the cake. <laughs> so six six four you said is what it was. And how tall are you? Six feet with shoes, but five eleven. Yeah. Can you dunk? <laughs> uh, if you give me like a trampoline, <laughs> hmm. uh, but no, no. Uh, I bet you can. I don't know. I tried before, yeah. but like I can't like hang on the rim. I don't know why. If I gave you a tennis ball, you mm-hmm. could dunk it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably a tennis ball. Go- going back to what you were saying a moment ago about, about not how- knowing how to react to winning the national championship, you're winning one of the few sports in college where you have the opportunity to win something. On your own, we talk about mm-hmm. football, baseball, basketball, where it's a team effort, and certainly there's a team aspect too in track and field. But you know, you have the uniqueness of being able to go out there and claim a national championship mm-hmm. solely on your own. Did that kind of maybe factor into why the, your reaction wasn't maybe what other people thought it was going to be there? Yeah, probably because track, like I said earlier, I've been doing this since I was like eight years old, so it's been an individual sport all those times. So probably, yeah, too. Too normal, maybe. Right. Just like, oh, I just did what I usually do. Yeah, it was Now they're giving me an award for it. Kind of like I knew this would happen type of thing. But that's good (laughs) self-confidence. So, Rachel, I know you obviously do the high jump as well, but you also are in these running events, Mm -hmm. too. We were talking off air, but Mm -hmm. is that... Is that pretty, like, do a lot of your teammates do the same, or is that uh, something that is unique about you and your skill set that you do the various different events that you run and you, you jump, essentially? Um, it's I'm actually rare breed. <laughs> yeah, no, not a lot of jumpers run. If you ask any jumper on my team right now, they do not like running. They hate running. <laughs> and then none of the runners want to jump, so they have they have everybody's in their own lane. Um, but, yeah, I... I don't know how I became a jumper and a hurdler. I think I just like going over obstacles or jumping over <laughs> stuff. Because <laughs> you got hurdles, you got high jump. Yeah. It, it definitely is um, a weird combination, though. So w- when you were being recruited, was it more towards one or the other? Or was it more just like from the beginning, like, hey, we want you to do all the above. Mm-hmm. We like your versatility, all that stuff. It was kind of part of the entire package, I guess. Yeah. Coming out of high school, I was just, I was good in both. Um I won state championship in hurdles, first year doing hurdles. I won high jump, first year doing high jump. So it wasn't, I wasn't really like there was one that was better than the other. They were kind of equal. So when I came into college, 
I just stuck to like doing all the events. So what is obviously you're not finished in college, <laughs> but what like what's next mm-hmm. in the career path for you on the track? On the track. Um so I have two more years. So I have this mm-hmm. year, next year, and I think I have a COVID year. So still got some years left. Mm-hmm. Um if I don't go pro, I'm gonna be flipping people in WWE or something. <laughs> So it, it pro aspirations are there though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what when do you make that decision and like what goes into I it? I have no idea. Um I feel like when I'm ready, I'll know I'm ready to go. Yeah. Um Yeah. Well, since you mentioned WWE West, mm-hmm. should we talk we, about I, that? I feel like we're chomping at the bit. I feel like we need to tease that for Yeah. Yeah, for we're the other for the side next of the commercial break. But also I I got one quick question on track as well. Um Indoor versus outdoor. Mm-hmm. What What is, is an ignorant question on my part, but other than literally being <laughs> indoor and outdoor, <laughs> what, what, what is the difference? Like, as a competitor, mm-hmm. um, is it a huge factor to what you're doing? Um, like, what are, are there major differences there? Oh, my gosh, yes. Me, personally, I hate indoor. I don't like indoor. Stuff. Really? It's like, so, one, how do you expect somebody to run indoors like on the track like how is it gonna be flat it can't really be flat nobody's gonna fit in the building so the track is curved so when you're running around the laps it's like you're not even running in a circle you're running like at an angle because the track is curved so okay, like yeah. each lane is higher up it gets higher and higher up. i hate it i just like why what was who invented this <laughs> so um eh, and it's just too many people in an enclosed space i don't i don't like that um but the the good thing about it is if you run fast indoors, you kind of get um, a glance at what time you'll run outdoors. Um, as far as high jump goes, no, not really a difference. I still prefer outdoor um, as long as the weather's good. Uh, but, yeah, high jump is kind of just flat, so that really has no factor in it. But running on that bank, I don't like it. <laughs> so are, are the times in general faster inside or outside? Outside. But... They're definitely still very fast indoors, especially because the track is so little. You have to fill so for uh, 400, you have to run two laps because the track is only 200 meters. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wow. I got to say, we appreciate the honesty. That always makes good radio. <laughs> but but in, it, so indoor, but indoor for the, so they only run like certain events indoor, right? Like yeah. the 60s only indoor. Yeah. So that would be faster indoor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. hundred times Faster times, indoor? They don't really do hundreds indoors. They don't do hundreds. Nah. That's right. Yep. Just 60s. Yeah, just 60s. We're learning a lot. <laughs> yes. And your track and field encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Thank you. All right. Going to run into another timeout. Come back on the other side. Discuss a little bit about this NIL deal. Again, Rachel Glenn joining us from the Gamecocks track and field team for the Garnet Trust Hour with Tyler West and Chris right here on 107.5 The Game. What we're talking about on 107.5 The Game. Sponsored by Love Chevrolet. Back in on the Garnet Trust Hour here on 107.5 The Game. Tyler, Wes, and Chris, along with you, our special guest today, Rachel Glenn from the Gamecocks 
track and field team. And now time to dive in a little bit to her NIL deal with World Wrestling Entertainment. This is a very, very unique one that not a lot of college athletes are able to say that they're a part of. And uh, I am a wrestling fan myself, so was very, very excited to hear that uh, you have this deal. And, and this is a part of what's called WWE's Next in Line. That's uh, their, their side of it, the way that they call it. Uh, first off, are you a fan yourself? And how did this deal come about? Um, not going to lie. I didn't even know what WWE was until I <laughs> until I got the NIL deal. <laughs> but now, now, yes, I'm a fan. <laughs> so how did it, how did this start? I mean, it just got kind of presented to you and. Mm, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a friend in track and she was a part of the first WWE. Um, okay. Next in line. Yeah. So they have, I think they just came out with another drop. Uh, this is like the their third NIL um, team, but I asked her how she did it, and she said that they approached her. Mm-hmm. And me, I'm I handle things myself, so I DM WWE, <laughs> and I was like, "What's going? Like, what's 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 what, what, what are you trying to do?" <laughs> um, and then that's when they uh, showed a little interest in me, and they asked me if I wanted to be a part of their next NIL program, and we that's when we started talking from there. So, so the way that I understand it is while you're in college. It's kind of almost an ambassador type of role. Mm-hmm. And then once you graduate, if you do decide that you want to pursue the wrestling route, you would go down to the performance center, start training, go to NXT and all that kind of stuff. Um, so being an ambassador while you're currently a Gamecock, what does that look like and how does that exactly work for you? Um, I say I represent WWE everywhere I go. I even rep their merch at my practice, and everybody's like, well, look at Rachel with her WWE gear on. <laughs> um, so it definitely has opened a lot of opportunities for me. Um, and and a lot of people are fans of WWE that I didn't even know of. Um, I announced that I was um, partnering with them, and everyone was like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. Like, again, they were they were more excited than I was. <laughs> But again, they were more knowledgeable about it, so makes sense. This seems to be a trend, Rachel, <laughs> that everyone around you is very fired up about things, and you're just like, it's cool. Yeah, you're very, you're very right. Um, so have you gotten have you gotten on the mat yet? Like, have you been able to actually get out there and do some wrestling yet, or this is more like something for the future as far as that part? Yeah, something for the future, but I definitely want to take like some... Uh, boxing classes and lessons so I could prepare. <laughs> yeah, this, um, I, I mean, for people, especially me and Chris's age, like when we grew up, WWE was like, I mean, at its absolute peak, <laughs> I think. So um, what what do you think it would be like to go out there in front of like tens of thousands of people mm-hmm. and perform? Like, Have you thought about what that opportunity could be for yeah, you. Yeah, um, I've never been a shy person. Of course, I'm be a little nervous. Like I'm still a little nervous right now, <laughs> but I think I do a good job at shielding it. So, especially when you're gonna have all the lights. If I don't look at you directly in your eye, that'll be good. So, if you just look out in the crowd, you won't really see anybody. You'll just mm-hmm. see a bunch of people. Like you won't see anybody in their eyes. Like really. So, I think that takes takes like some of the pressure away. So, I think I'd be good. I'd have a blast. <laughs> Do you get nervous when you're about to jump or about to run for a meet? Of course, of course. I always get nervous. It's like, uh, are you nervous while you're doing it, or is it more like the lead up? Uh, the kinda? lead up, yeah. yeah. Um, I get a little nervous 
more in high jump than hurdles because hurdles, I'll be super nervous. Like, it's so bad. <laughs> and then you get on the blocks and you get ready. And then once you start running, you're like, I'm already here. Like, I'm already dying. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you might as well keep going. <laughs> um, but high jump, it's a, it's a get up, sit down, get up, sit down type of thing. So you could really mess up at any time. Not mm-hmm. really like a one chance like um, the hurdles. So since it takes so much longer, I get more nervous with high jump. What's the uh, what's the routine like to get your mind right to get yourself ready like right before a race? Do you have like a do you do the same thing every time? I do, I do. <laughs> um, so first you get up, you wake up, uh, you pray, say your affirmations. Um, I write in my journal, stretch, get ready for the day, and then I just I talk to my mom all the time. Like mm-hmm. she she calms my nerves, and I talk to my coach back home. Um, and then you just blast music. I blast Kobe actually. Like his motivational <laughs> videos, and then I'll just watch. I'll just watch a bunch of Kobe interviews, and then I be. I'm like, okay, Mamba mentality on the track. Let's go. So. I was about to say, have you convinced yourself <laughs> at the end of all that that you are Mamba? Yes, after that? Okay. I have. I, like I that. I say, um, fake it till you make it a lot. So <laughs> you fake it enough, it's gonna become Wait, true. Oh, everybody <laughs> else in here is experts at fake it till you make it. Considering you're a national champion, I don't think you're faking it necessarily. <laughs> That's true. You actually She's have at the, the make it part of the stage. <laughs> We're still at fake it. Uh, but no, I mean, you know, when you're when you're younger, you think like the adults have things figured out. No, really. And then you realize not everybody's just everybody's just faking it till they make it as yep. well, doing the best they can. Right. Like the older you get, you're like, man, at some point, am I going to feel like I have like made it? Yeah. Well, I guess you have, <laughs> Rachel, national champion. Um, what? How do you stay motivated if you already took on the title, like, like year um, one? <laughs> I, I think it's more so about being disciplined than motivated. Um, because, obviously, I do not want to wake up every day and go to practice. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing everybody loves about track is the championships and the praise at the end and, like, running through the finish line. But you got you to gotta take steps A, B, and C to get there. Um so, yeah, you just got to stay disciplined. And every day, I li- I think about my competition every day. I'm like, such and such is probably doing an extra rep or such and such is always doing da-da-da. So I always do one extra of everything just to stay on top of my game or to shock myself. What about from the nutrition standpoint? Is that mm-hmm. big for you? It is. Are you real regimented is. with that? Um, I don't say I have a super strict diet, but I ha- I'm vegetarian. So okay. I don't eat meat, but that's not because of track. It's um, biblical. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so me, I'm vegetarian, but I still get like all my protein in and all that stuff. So being vegetarian, I have to take extra amounts of protein mm-hmm. and like different supplements that I'm not getting from meat. So I take that into account. Um, don't like to eat a lot of sugar. So I say strict because for myself. But if I was, if I ate meat, like it'd be regular. <laughs> What what does that uh, what does that look like from and what I mean by that? So let's just take a random meal. Mm-hmm. What a, what's your go to meal? What uh, Chipotle. Chipotle. Okay. So whatever whatever food you're thinking of, just take out the meat or substitute it with a plant based meat. Are you a are you a tofu person? Mm, depends. Now if it's people, good tofu. Okay, people have put a bad name out for tofu, but tofu if you know how to make it right, it can taste good. 
I'm one of those people. <laughs> okay, get, you can make it. No, no, no that has put out a bad name for. Okay, well, give us, yeah, give us a tutorial. We, a like how how do you make good tofu? Um, because we need to know. Dang, I don't even eat a lot of tofu. So oh, you don't I eat would, a lot. Okay. I would buy it. Yeah. If you buy it <laughs> like and buy it's it, done well, yeah, you're good yeah. with it. But you're not re- okay. <laughs> but I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't really cook. I the last cook. the <laughs> last tofu I had, like mm-hmm. I tried it when we were at Arkansas mm-hmm. for the USC Arkansas game. And it was one of the bad tofus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like rubber. Nah, man. It was like, not good. Um, Like, I still have regular meals. Like, they at, I think it's Burger King. It might be Burger King. But they have this Beyond Burger. So, it's a plant Okay. Yeah, burger. the Impossible Whopper. Yeah. 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 So, I, I tasted that. And that was cool. Um, Taco Bell, they got some some vegetarian options. So, like a bean and cheese burrito or something like that. Um, Chipotle. Again, I already said that, but whatever you eat for Chipotle, just take the meat out. By yeah. the way, if uh, any of those are listening, <laughs> Rachel yeah. Glenn, we will give you her social media. Um, yeah. NIL, more NIL yeah. deals. NIL sponsorship for Rachel here. Um, have you, how, how long have you uh, been vegetarian? Like pretty much your whole um, life? Or I started being vegetarian sophomore year of high school. Wow. So I'm okay. a junior now in college. So yeah, this is a little minute. <laughs> you're, you're in it. Um, yeah, I'm deep. I'm not going back. <laughs> yeah, so you'll you'll probably never yeah. never go back. Um, that's 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 gotta. Does it take a lot of discipline, or at this point, at this point, you're just yeah. It's like I don't even like the smell of meat anymore. Really? Yeah. I mean, not gonna lie, I cook bacon. That do smell good, but if it's like raw, <laughs> it smells so bad. Every time I go to the meat aisle in the store, it just smells so bad to me. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. I actually have a text here from the Firehouse Subs text line, 803-404-6100. Somebody's asking, how many dad jokes does Coach Kareem make during a practice? Well, he wants your thoughts on oh that. that be gosh. one of your teammates or something, I feel like. That's that's an insider question. Well, I, I this, promise you it this, is. This person specified that the coach is engaged to one of their friends. So that's how they know. They didn't give their name. They're a nameless texter. Gotcha, gotcha. Give your name. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> Um, no, he says a million dad jokes. They're really funny because I like dad jokes because <laughs> they're corny. So like, oh my gosh, how did you even think of that? But yeah, he says so many, like every five seconds, a dad joke, like a do, lot. <laughs> do, you, do you have any off the top of your head? Really uh, put you on the spot. How did the hot dog win the race? <laughs> the whole hot dog win the race. Mm. I don't know. Mm. How? Because he was a wiener, I think that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. joke. <laughs> Big time. And by um, the way, that text came in from Scott on the text line. Not a nameless texter. It comes from Scott. Scott <laughs> who apparently knows Coach to some degree. <laughs> At least to know enough that he makes dad jokes a right. lot. I, I heard one the other day, actually. Mm-hmm. Tell me if this one. You, so you like dad yeah. jokes? <laughs> All right. Why, uh, why did the Scarecrow win an award? <laughs> Dang, I don't know. Because <laughs> he was outstanding in his field. Mm. Mm. That's pretty good. <laughs> that was actually good. <laughs> now, you go to, go we got to go to break. You got to practice. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying you this one. Bust, bust that one very out. impressed. <laughs> yeah, let's head into our final timeout, come back on the other side, and wrap up today's edition of the Garnet Trust Hour with Rachel Glenn. I'm Tyler. He's Wes and Chris all in 107.5 The Game. Live from the Herndon Chevrolet Studios, this is 1075 The Game. A great selection of new Chevys is available now at Herndon Chevrolet. The lot is packed with inventory and more.
So shop your hometown Chevy dealer today. Stop by or shop online today and see why Herndon Chevrolet makes you smile. The Extra Point with Tyler Head and Gamecock Central on your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. Back in here on the Garnet Trust Hour. Tyler Head, Wes Mitchell, and Chris Clark with you for a few more minutes with Rachel Glenn of the Gamecocks track and field team. Quickly going back to your uh, NIL deal with WWE, I think it's very, very cool. Uh, you know, you come from the track and field background, and one of the most successful women in WWE right now is actually Bianca Belair, who's the Raw Women's Champion. Actually started her career at South Carolina and had a very notable career in track and field at Tennessee as well before transitioning into the wrestling world. So certainly somebody you can uh, maybe model your career after going forward uh, if you do decide to go down the uh, wrestling route. I think that's pretty neat. Yeah, of course. I like how her signature is her um, her braid. The hair whip, yeah, yes. Yeah, I was like, I was like, how am I going to do my hair when I get in it? <laughs> it looks like that would hurt, by the way. Right. <laughs> so, Tyler, you are still in. Wes and I have kind of transitioned out of our WWE phase. Yes. We're more old school. You're still in it, which right. I appreciate. Yes. So, what is Bianca's, like, style? Like, so wrestling? Her you know her character is, she is the EST. She is the biggest the fastest, the strongest, the toughest, so on okay. and so forth. Like, that's her thing. She can out-wrestle anyone, out. She's very, very strong. She regularly lifts her opponents over her head, nope. press slams, that kind of stuff. So that's kind of her thing is she's just better than everybody else at everything. And, you know, to a degree, she backs it up. What's the finisher? Uh, it is the KOD, the kiss of death. Describe. So it's kind of uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going to try and do this without using wrestling terminology. It's basically... Like a torture rack, which yes. is she has the opponent on the back, on facing upwards on her back, and then she just kind of flips them over, kind of like a reverse yeah. attitude adjustment, like John Cena did, that kind of thing. Okay, uh, this uh, this obviously begs the question, <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> what, what's your finishing move gonna be? Have you thought about this much? Loki, I want a Dougie on them. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, like, like whatever, however they on the floor, I don't know if I threw them on the floor, if I body slammed them or something, whatever they on the floor, I'm going to get on top of them and I'm going to hit the Dougie. <laughs> We're going to have some spice yeah. to this finisher. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. I felt like it like it was going to be some kind of, I don't know, you got to take advantage, you got to loop in the jumping ability. I was going to say, <laughs> given that you're a hurdler, you could definitely do something off the top rope. Yeah. Facts, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. like, yeah. you know. Like, throw them against the ropes, mm-hmm. jump over them. Uh, you know like what I'm a backflip type. Yeah, okay. A backflip. Can work. you do that? A backflip? I'm so scared. I really <laughs> wish I can do a backflip, but every time I try and do it, I'd be so scared that I'm going to land on my head. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> Same. That, yes. But all the jumpers Same I know, they do could it, do but... a backflip. <laughs> Literally, all the jumpers I know, they can do a backflip, and I'm so jealous. I'm like... Like like standing like, there? Yeah. Like a standing, but yeah. Like, like a gainer? What? That's crazy. Can you can you not like use the pads to practice or something? Like don't you? No, know I'm to... still scared. Like I can, but <laughs> I'm still scared. <laughs> okay, I mean I would be too. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not judging you. Judging you. <laughs> Sounds kind of hard. Right, um, right. What about your what's your gimmick? Like they, they might just assign you one. Yeah, like like Bianca has the EST. Like right. are you Rachel does something? Oh, you like, know, my name? like what? Yeah, what's your name? What's your gimmick? I have no idea. I thought about, thought about like that. what would even be. I don't know any words with a with an R. Rowdy Rachel, 
Ravishing Rachel. I don't know. Real Rachel. I don't know. Nothing goes with an R. One good thing that you have going for you, you're very comfortable behind a microphone, which is a very important part mm-hmm. of that. <laughs> Cut some promos on people. Yes. Um, we're almost out of time, so th- there's no segue to this, but I wanted to make sure to ask, did uh, you follow the Nicholas Harbor uh, recruitment for South Carolina? Or have you have you seen him uh, run? The, yes. The I- football slash track star South Carolina just signed a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I heard he was at Clemson like last week and he ran with Noah, right? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What um what what do you think? I mean do you, do you have any thoughts on uh, on South Carolina <laughs> landing it? <laughs> I don't really know where I'm um, going with this, but <laughs> I feel like he's going to get a lot of questions similar to me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was recruited by Oregon and Texas and so was he and everybody going to ask him out of all them schools, why you choose South Carolina? <laughs> yep. So then I think he's just going to get that question over and over and over. Um, and he just got to stand behind his word and back it up. Why he here? What, what has your experience at South Carolina been like? Uh, I mean, it seems to have gone pretty well, but <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, in, in your words. Um, I grew a lot and I definitely learned a lot, met a lot of new people, new faces. Um, it's been pretty cool so far, yeah. What, a, uh, a New York hat on? as well <laughs> is that a um is that a fashion thing or are we a, a yankees fan no nah, it's a fashion thing i don't really watch baseball okay <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was gonna go off on me no, I, I was just, <laughs> yeah, he was ready i was just wondering i'm, so I'm like, like okay. <laughs> i'm throwing all my random we're out of time so i'm throwing like all my random uh, questions i, I, I can't i can't throw you one more question from the firehouse subs text line 803-404-6100 in reference to your national championship dan asked did you get your own like individual ring for that for your did, national yeah. championship? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Dang, I should have brought it, huh? Do you, do you wear that thing to class? <laughs> no, I don't. I just I keep it in a box. Add it to the collection. <laughs> so it is Anyone a ring. Come. No trophy? No medal? No. There's a lot of tra- medals in I first in got to college, and I was so sad that they don't give out medals. They give out, um, they don't even give out anything for real, unless you go to NCAs, so. Better make it to NCAs if you want something. <laughs> and it's a ring. Wow. Yeah. I guess is that's it, a motivating it, factor. Right. Is it a big <laughs> ring? Is it like... Yeah, it's pretty big. I like I like mine. It's like like diamond encrusted on the outside. Oh, wow. Hard, yeah. Okay. I would definitely be wearing that everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wearing that thing to breakfast. Just. Were, were other people also more excited about your ring than you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like to make other people feel bad, so I don't like to flex anything. <laughs> wow. Other we people all, that you're beating on the, on the track probably yeah, <laughs> don't feel too good about themselves after you beat them. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for today's edition of the Garnet Trust Hour with our special guest, Rachel Glenn, from Gamecocks Track and Field. Thank you so much for joining us. We certainly wish you best of luck in your continued career in track and field and your aspirations as you uh, go into the professional realms as well. So, again, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to jump into the Gamecocks Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. On the other side, you're listening to 107.5 The Game.